Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Episode 14 of BLT Bets. I'm back from my vacation where I sat. It was the all-star break for MLB, so nothing to bet on. And that's a good time to take a vacation when there's no sports to bet on. But anyways, you're Chuck. Did you, Liam. did you happen to listen to last week's podcast? Though? No, I did not. Did you share the story okay. I passed along? Uh, I don't remember where okay. I shared that story. But um, Liam, you may not know this, threw down a hot beat last week. For the intro and i, I just want to give him some credit for it thank you i w- i was gonna uh, bring it up actually after there was no intro to start this one that uh maybe from now on tyler until we get the roadcast set up has to do the b of the intro and drop in on himself and do everything until we get it figured out that'd be really nice you want me to hit you with a little like well let's let's pretend we're coming back to the start okay yeah tyler okay. drop the beat and then just do the intro and then just do the bass drop Okay, sounds good. So like a like a Welcome in episode 14, BLT Bets. I'm back from my vacation. Tyler Liam Bag Milk. I was gone during the MLB All-Star break, so there really wasn't a lot to uh to bet on over the course of the week I was gone. Um I don't know if you guys heard the story on here though. I did wager on one thing when I was gone on my vacation. What was it? <laughs> yeah, your your lack of understanding of general geography. Yes. Um, I don't know if you guys talked about it last week on the pod or not, but we were sitting at a table. You did? real life for sure. Okay. Um, We were sitting at, I was with my girlfriend's family and me and her uncle were sitting there uh, at a distillery and our server had an interesting accent that we couldn't quite put our finger on. Um, And all of a sudden it was like, all right, well, let's wait, you know, where we think she's from and just, you know, a little bit of fun money or whatever. Um, I said, Romania. Uh, I don't know why I said that. She kind of looked Romanian. I don't know. And I don't even really know what Romanian looks like now, I suppose. It's just that's the kind say, of how do you look head. Romanian? I don't know. It's just that's the country that <laughs> popped in my head. I was like, let's roll with this. Uh, Have someone's... you ever been to Romania? No, no, never. I've never been across <laughs> the ocean. So um, there's that. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so I went with that. Other popular answers were uh, London, England, Australia. Mm. And the correct answer was South African. So I did not win the wager. Pretty close. No, no one did, though. So no I one had South nobody African. Nobody won that. No, no one was even close. It was a tricky accent to get a hold on. So um, that was what I wagered on. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's always fun, you know? Yep. Anyways, uh, baseball. Anyone who listens to this podcast knows I am very much a Blue Jays plus they're over for runs better. That's that's my go-to. It's been paying well. Bluebirds are hot. They uh, didn't they win twenty-eight to three? Oh, what yep. was it the other day? Twenty-eight yeah, to five. Beat, they beat the Red Sox bad. They've now won seven in a row. They scored ten on the Cardinals last night. Like they are, they are rolling right now, and this is lining up nicely because. Bag milk. We are going to be in Toronto in like two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks, which is roughly the amount of time it would take you to walk from Romania 
to South Africa. Really? You looked that up? Well, I'm guessing on the timeline, but it's 14,000 kilometers. So, uh, you know, do the math on your own, I guess. But yes, I'm very excited about Toronto. I'm excited to go. I'm not a language expert. We did discover yesterday, was that yesterday? Doesn't matter. That our dreams, potentially, at least right now, of being Manoa boys when we go down there is not looking like it's going to happen. But I was listening to uh, a Jay's podcast the other day. Um, was no, it sorry, your was, Jay's podcast? No, sorry. I was, listening to the, I was listening to the game on the radio. I wasn't listening to the podcast. And they were talking about how with the open slot and the fact that they just got back from the All-Star game, they might mess with their rotation a little bit here the next time through or potentially if they make a deal at the deadline. So I will say the dream is not completely dead of us being Manoa boys, um, but it's certainly not looking likely at this point. I think the likely pitchers we see are Gosman and Stripling in the two games. Either way, I'm excited to wager on some baseball live in the building. I, I think the one that'll be great for our vibes is if we all go heavy in the stadium on whoever's pitching the over for strikeouts. Cause then like whenever he gets a guy to two strikes, we're going to be like, here we go. Here we go. Well, yeah. Um, and if it's, if it's Gosman too, I'll hammer that. Yeah. Are you going to take the case? Like, are you going to take case? We should take or... case. Mm, that'd be up. good. We should or, take case or just bring a sign that says I have the over. Like, yeah. Life's Come too on. short to bet the under. Yep. Mm. Absolutely. Although I would have to learn the rules of the Ks, because isn't there a reason why one goes backwards and one goes normally facing? <laughs> yeah, yes, because so, you don't want to put three in a row, no, right? Liam, well, it no, is, uh, is, certainly yeah. not that. Um, it no, it's, it. it goes backwards when it's uh, strikeout looking. Oh, okay. Right. And it I goes forward when it's strikeout swinging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I like it. Yeah, that is the explanation there behind the case. Um, anyways, Liam, this is my question for you because while Bag Milk and I are in Toronto, we're also going to a TFC game. Um, yes, I was thinking about that. Yeah. So my question is, what is a fun MLS slash soccer footy prop that I can wager on that will keep me very invested in the game? Like you know how we talked about in basketball, like there's certain props that are just a lot of fun to bet on. What's mm-hmm. a good footy prop that'll keep me very invested in this game throughout the course of it? So here's the one I like to do is I like to bet the home team to win, which in this case would obviously be TFC, mm-hmm. um, over a goal and a half, and then to pick their best player to have one shot, and then oh. also corners. You bet on the corners. And then that way you're just involved. You're involved in everything. And you I, know, I do- how does one bet on corners? Uh, you can literally just go on. It just says corners, and you can bet, like, if there'll be six corners, seven corners, eight corners. Oh, whatever. so just, like, volume. Not yeah. just, like, just corner to be a goal, necessarily. No, no, no. Just how many there will be. I think you can even bet on throw-ins. You can bet on, like, there's actually a lot. You can do stuff like um, how many passes somebody will make in a game. And really? Yeah, a, they're quite wide variety. Corners is the one I think I'll I'll be in on just because you know that that feels like something that'll keep you really watching the game closely. I like the mm-hmm. idea of a good player shot prop though, and you know you mentioned yeah. the best player, but maybe you hit your wagon to a, a guy who's a little bit lesser than that. Hmm? Was it what are the what's what game is it you guys are going to? The one on August thirteenth, I think, or fourteenth. Oh, yeah. against Portland. I think yeah. Portland are good. TFC is not right. Well, TFC is in a weird spot because they are right now very, like statistically, they're bad. However, 
They just got signed <laughs> two Italian players who won the European Championship with Italy last summer. Okay. And in their first game, they won 4 nothing with them against Charlotte, who I think are actually pretty decent. Yeah, Charlotte so, is uh, right middle of the table. Yeah, and so I think, I think the TFC is on a turn. Yeah. And then they were kind of missing a couple of guys. So that's why they went and got those two. And then, like, and these guys aren't just like old, old guys whose careers are over. Like, I'm pretty sure like, they were starting players for Italy at the European Championships last summer. Okay. And they're both like 30, 31, something like that. So you're going to a good time to go and watch okay. them. So hear me out on this because this is before we even get there. But maybe I need a little warm up bet. So I'm like really dialed in. Uh, TFC taking on New England Revolution. So TFC mm-hmm. on the season, they are six wins, four draws, and 12 losses. New England's not that much better. Six wins, eight draws, seven losses. TFC to win this game is sitting at plus 360. That feels like a nice spot. Uh, are they at home or away? They are at home. Yeah, I would do that one. When what, Is that on Saturday? Yeah, it's on the 30th. Give it a go. See what happens. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, Maybe I'll join you on that. That'll be my first ever soccer bet. Yeah, I like like putting down a first ever MLS bet. I think it's a really good spot. Yeah. Well, go TFC. In the last last five games, Toronto won their last game 4 0. Before that, they lost three and drew one. Mm -hmm. New England hasn't won a game in their last five. So both teams, Toronto's coming in kind of hot, 4 nothing went over Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the spot. Plus 360, you said? Yeah, plus 360. Why there not? There you go. All right. Well. All right, we're rolling with TFC plus go. 360. We got one bet already on this podcast. We got a bet in. Yes, sir. Little TFC bet, and I'm also looking at some of the other bets that we can do in there. I, I, I'm interested. I don't know much about the scoring, but I'm interested in the, uh, the totals bets you can have. Hmm. Eight-plus goals in this game, Liam. I would be a plus 2,100. That's good money right there. <laughs> if there's eight goals in that game, I'll pay, I'll pay you the payout. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's a solid over-under in, in soccer, Liam? Like, What's it usually set at? Most of them are typically two and a half. It's kind of where it sits. Like, you, just need, okay. you just need a 2-1 game, but... It sounds easier than it is because there's so many games I just like two nothing and you're just kind of hanging on for yeah. so long, right? And like they don't they don't follow through. So that's why I like to bring it down, tease it to a one and a half with a, a team to win. It kind of it gives you plus money almost every time. And with the corners, you can sometimes get it up to like plus three or four hundred, depending on yeah, the, yeah. the money line of the game and who's playing. So that's what yeah. I would do. It, it's, it's actually starting really quick. Like the summer's Summer's coming to an end for the European teams and again and going again in like three three or four weeks, I think. So TFC to win plus over one and a half goals is actually plus five hundred. That is a that's that's pretty juicy. I think I like there this. I like I like the spot we're going at with a little MLS bet. I've never placed an MLS bet before, so there's that. One in the books. I don't know if I have. Really? Maybe not. I well it's so hard to watch in the summers because they're at three o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah, that's fair. So I, I'm you're out in sunshine. Yeah, enjoying the sunshine. Yeah, of course, getting yeah. a nice bronze. Um, anything else uh, baseball wise? I want to circle back to baseball quickly just to chat a little bit about that because there's a few things I really, really like that I've been keeping an eye on. Um, but anything baseball wise, you guys have been doing? I haven't been doing a ton on baseball. 
since the all-star break i kind of just been watching just hmm. been kind of watching highlights and enjoying it a little bit i went You're to the studying. elks game yeah i'm studying i went to the elks game i bet on them to come back at halftime it was like plus 600 and they were only down by four they did hmm. not come back and i did not win my bet hmm. Uh, I've been doing a little bit of betting on the Jays because they're on a little bit of a run now. I made some good money during, or some decent money during the Red Sox series, but I wasn't really doing anything too, too sexy. I kind of got, it's funny that I kind of got scared off in the first game of the series that they ended up winning 28 to five, but I just been doing, I had just been doing run line and maybe a look like a, like a, you know, I love Matt Chapman over a half base. Yeah. So just <laughs> small ones like that. And I'm just, couple of shekels here and there on the run line has been doing pretty well for me over the last couple of games yeah the jays have been uh red hot the one thing baseball wise that i've been having like a decent amount of success with here is just eyeing up and i should probably start sharing these in the in the twitter community but eyeing up first five innings like it just it makes so much more sense than betting baseball games straight up is to go take the first five innings because the one thing it's in a sport like baseball there's so many there can be so many variables, right? Like when you bet on hockey, you know who the lineups are, and then eventually you know who the starting goalie is, and it's pretty set, right? In baseball, you know the starting pitchers, but you don't always know, like, hey, how's the bullpen going to play out? Like all that stuff. Bullpens can be incredibly volatile based on who's available for any given team as well. So just by eyeing up a matchup and being like, okay, this is a great spot because I know the starting pitching matchup is very good. And the one team I really like today is the San Francisco Giants in the first five innings. They're going with Logan Webb on the mound. He's nine and three this season. His last few starts have been very good. He's pitched six innings in each of them, and he's only given up a total of three earned runs in that span as well. Uh, the Giants have lost six in a row. Like They're not playing very good right now at all, and the Diamondbacks are playing all right, but one, I think the Giants probably a little bit do, but I don't trust their bullpen. I don't trust them late in games right now. So instead of taking them on the money line, you just take them in the first five innings and you're still getting them at the exact same payout. And it's a much, much safer bet at minus 115. So sometimes if you just go to the MLB site, you take a peek at who's starting for each team. Even just by looking at the ERAs, you can usually get like a pretty good read on what the matchup is, but then you just go one, one deeper and you take whether they're left-handed or right-handed, and you look at how the opponent for that team hits against either lefties or righties in the last 30 days, get like a solid sample size on the whole thing. And you can find like some really good value. Like in the past, it's something I've had a lot of success with. So I like the Giants. And when I do more research, I'll probably throw a couple more in uh, in the Twitter community there because MLB first fives, I'm telling you, that is the future. What about uh, the future of the Toronto Blue Jays against the St. Louis Cardinals today? What are you thinking? Well, like, how, on the mound? how can you not back the Jays right now? Like even last night, they <laughs> took care of the Cardinals rather easily, winning 10-4, George Springer Grand Slam, all that. But By the way, not- sorry to cut you off there. Did you see the video of George Springer hitting the Grand Slam and then 53 seconds of silence from the St. Louis broadcast team? They were <laughs> stunned. And like, oh, it, I, there is something so great about a good call from like a local broadcaster like that, whether it's them going like absolutely bananas when something, something happens or like that, where they're so invested in their team that they're just like, fuck. And they don't talk for a minute. Cause you're right. Yeah. It was 54 seconds. I think was the video that went like kind of viral on Twitter. It was very funny. You just heard like stadium sounds for a minute. after the Grand slam. Sorry. I cut you off. No, that was good. Um, but anyways, just talking about the game last night, like, 
that Palante that was pitching for the Cardinals, like he's having a decent year and the Jays still managed to get three runs off him in just four innings. They hit him seven times. Like I, I think even tonight with Adam Wainwright on the bump for the Cardinals, who again, he's having a good year, kind of comparable to Palante, but this Cardinals team, it's not like they have a strong starting pitching advantage here, if at all, because Gosman's ERA is lower than Wainwright's and like missing those two key players like they are because of the vaccine thing. It's, I think, a really good spot once again tonight for the Blue Jays. They're favorited pretty big, um, but if you get them on the run line, it's minus 122, and if you use the same game parlays and stuff like that, then you're putting yourself in a pretty good spot, I think. Uh, any players you guys like tonight in that matchup to throw into a little same game parlay? I got a same game parlay for you right now. Let me know what Ooh. you think. All right. I got Gosman over 4Ks. Kirk Bichette. Chapman and Guerrero all to have a hit along with a Jays win at plus 320. Run through those hitters again. Kirk, Bichette, Chapman, and Guerrero. So basically taking, you know, the heart of the order here. That's not the bad. heart of the order to get the, uh, to get a hit plus the Jays win at plus 320. I put that in for a little uh, same game parlay tonight. Yeah. Not bad. So what's that paying out? Plus three twenty. So I just put uh, so I put five bucks on it. If I win, there's a twenty one dollars in my jean, William. Not bad. Mm. Very nice. Um, I don't have any Blue Jays stuff, but Tyler and Bag Milk. Should we briefly talk about the Kachuk thing since that happened while we were gone? I just want to know how you think it affects like a gambling perspective of it. Like, do you think Calgary now have a better chance to win the Pacific? Like. Florida fall down in the Atlantic? Like, what do you guys think? I mean, Calgary's odds have to get boosted after that trade, you'd think, right? Though, at the same point, Calgary lost 200-point players. They were managed, they were able to recoup one in Huberto, but you'd have to think that helped their odds. I don't remember what they were when we did this uh, like the NHL believe, Futures a couple weeks ago. I believe they were 290. Does that seem right? They're now at plus 320 to win the division. So they've okay. dropped a Maybe little. Maybe they were 400. Vegas was 290. The others were 270. Vegas, uh, Calgary is 400. That's what it was. Yeah, it looks like just looking at the odds that Calgary stayed pretty consistent. And I think I would probably have to agree with that for the most part. Like, you made a great point, Bang Mill. It's great that you went and got Huberto and all that. But, like, you still lost Johnny Goudreau. You did not replace Johnny Goudreau. Your blue line is much better because Mackenzie Weger is incredibly impactful. He's probably one of the, you know, to, to casual fans, one of the more underrated players in the league. Uh, There's a guy who probably could have pushed to be on the Olympic team last season. Like, he's legit. Um, their blue line got better. They, they'll have Markstrom still between the pipes. Like, they aren't going into a full-on rebuild yet. And while you can sit there and be like, oh, if neither of them re-sign next summer, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that makes total sense. But from a betting perspective... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they did deserve a little bit more respect coming out of this trade. Like I'm looking at them right now, 20 to one to win the Stanley Cup, sitting right by Minnesota, Pittsburgh. I don't know. Yeah, you know, probably a good spot now that I'm just sort of thinking out loud about all this. Like, I don't think they're a legit contender anymore. If you if you lose two 100 point players and you don't replace one of them, even though your blue line gets better, it's hard for me to sit there and be like, yeah, you're legit. Like you're going to make a good run. You can win a playoff round or something like that. The other thing to remember is like. Elias Lindholm had a 40-goal season. Okay, is he going to have a 40-goal season if Goudreau and Kachuk aren't there and it's just him and Huberto on the top line? Probably not. So, like, he's not going to be as productive. Is anyone expecting Andrew Mangiapane to do what he did again? I don't think he's an every-year 35-goal scorer either. So I think you're going to see a dip in production 
from the Flames up front. Scoring goals is going to be a struggle for them, but with Sutter and the blue line and Markstrom, they're going to be good defensively again. So they'll hang around, but it's not a team that after this trade, I'm like eyeing up and being like, oh, I got I to gotta get in on some Flames futures. I just don't see them that way. I see this as a Flames team. They're going to win a lot of 2-1 games. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wonder who's going to score a lot of their goals because I kind of... I kind of think more with Huberto, they more so replaced Goudreau without being able to replace Kachuk. Yeah. That's how I look at it. But um, they're going to be a good team. I just, I, I still think this is Edmonton's division to lose even after that trade. Yeah. And it's weird that the books are still going, or points, but at least, sorry, our friends at points, but Canada are still going with the Edmonton Oilers as second. They're plus 250. Vegas is plus 240. I just think the Oilers deserve to be favorited there. Oh, wow, that, that switched around then, too. It did recently, yeah. Can I tell you my favorite bet for next season, though? Please. Yes. Connor McDavid to win the Hart Trophy at plus 250. Mm. The voter fatigue is gone. He's got the public hype of his great playoff run and all of that. Evander Kane for a full season should help his numbers as well, a deeper forward group. Full season of Jay Woodcroft. The Oilers will be better. If, if the Oilers win their division, it's easy to see Connor McDavid winning the Hart I honestly can't believe he's plus he's plus 250. I, I honestly thought he would open the season at like plus 125 or something. So I'm all over this plus 250 number. I think it's a fantastic spot for Connor McDavid to win MVP next season. Uh, your thoughts on that, I guess. I Well, I've been saying this for a while. I wouldn't bet against Connor to win everything next year. Ted Lindsay, Hart, Art Ross. I just... How can you bet against him? The guy ran away with the points totals this year and still didn't win just because Matthews went on and I hear of all heaters for goal scoring. So, yeah. I, yeah, I'm with you. If you can get it at plus 250, is that what you said it was? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in with you. I think it's yeah. a nice spot. I think we said last week, I think it might even been plus 300 to come right out too. So, it's gone down already. So, I would get on it if you want to bet it. But I think the only way he doesn't win it this year is if Matthews scores 60 goals again. See, but I disagree. I think like the reason McDavid didn't win it this last year, part of the reason is a, you know, Matthews did something borderline historic. Guys don't score 60 goals and the magic of McDavid doing the stuff he does. It just like, he's still got 120 points that rarely ever happens, but it's just, it's fatigue, right? You see, and you're like, ah, we expected that. We weren't expecting 60 from Matthews. If Matthews gets 60 this year and McDavid gets 120 again, I think McDavid still wins because people sit there and be like, yeah, Matthews did it last year. Like it's Connor's year now. We're back to Connor. Like it's not fair. That's probably not the way it should be, but I, that's the way traditionally the vibe around the voting kind of goes. What yeah, if Matthews does it in like 68 games? What if he scores 60 goals in four games? Mm, something mm. to consider. <laughs> yep. I see. And again, like if Matthews scores 60 goals in 68 games, but McDavid puts up 130 points in 82 games, I'd sit there and go, well, the guy who played 82 games was more valuable to his team. So as we say today, do you think it's a two horse race? Like obviously the puck hasn't been dropped anyway yet, but do you think right now, like those two, they're obviously the favorites, but do you think they should be? Or is there someone else you think that could be in the conversation? Well, let me give you the rest of the top 10, courtesy of points bet Canada. McDavid plus 250, Matthews plus 450, Dreisaitl 800, McKinnon 10 to 1, Kaprizov 12 to 1, Makar is 12 to 1 as well. Um, and then you have a couple of options coming in at around 20 to 1, and they would include the legs of Nikita Kucherov is in that group. Igor Shesterkin is maybe interesting. Uh, Kale Makar was 12 to 1. I said that. So there's not an order here. So I'm kind of just scrambling around. 
Um, and that's kind of it for the guys 20 to one or better. So I don't know, like maybe Kale McCarr is a threat to win MVP. If, if there's a lot of hype around him and the abs have another good season, like maybe if he is just like, if he does something crazy, like puts up a hundred points next year, maybe Kale McCarr is in that conversation. Maybe that's an interesting hedge spot, but I, I don't see dry or McKinnon even, or Kaprizov as like legit threats to take the heart from McDavid next year. I think McCarr is the only one. And I think it kind of goes with somewhat what we said about McDavid is how good he was in the playoffs. And people yeah. see that like people are now debating if McCarr's the best player in the league. And that wasn't really happening before the playoffs and all eyes were on him. So I think that's going to play a big factor into the race. So I, I think it could be those three. Like I, I feel like McCarr's got the Norris already locked up. If I think the odds when we looked last week weren't even that good. To bound in like plus two or three hundred, right? They're plus one seventy-five. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I think like a big part of it is a lot of these candidates are gonna win their awards if they can stay healthy. You know, yeah. I think if you're talking about who's got an outside chance, well, Tyler mentioned games played as a potential factor in there. Well, these guys stay healthy. It seems like depending on your order of which it's their awards mm-hmm. to lose. Yeah, I agree. Um, but then you yeah. never know, right? Because like yeah. Leon Draisaitl, when he won the awards, that wasn't necessarily before that season. Nobody would have saw that coming, right? So who knows? Maybe somebody goes on a heater somewhere else that you don't expect. Like fucking Brian Boyle scored fifty goals last year. Like who had that coming? Nobody. Did you say Brian Boyle. Brian Boyle. Chris yeah. Krieger. Yep, Brian Boyle. <laughs> Ryan Boyle scored 50 goals last season. Uh, okay, before we get to our sandwich and our picks and stuff like that for tonight, Liam, you wanted to talk some NFL. You said you've been doing some research. Bets are out. Um, if you head over to Points Bet, they have a bunch of different options. You can do regular season win totals over under. You can bet on teams to make slash miss the playoffs as well. They also have a couple of specials on there. Any team to go 17 and 0, 13 to 1. Any team to go 0 and 17, 7 to 1. Uh, you can bet on like which team's going to have the best regular season record, worst regular season record, um, all of that kind of stuff. So, uh, Liam, you said you've done some looking around. What do you like? I've done some research. Bag milk, are you an NFL boy? Uh, I like – so NFL is another one of those sports where I like to watch it passively. Um, mm-hmm. we, do, we do like a pick em on real life where I like to jump in that. But generally, I'm a bet on the favorites kind of NFL View. Okay. Okay. So just t- Tyler's big bu- Bills fan. First game this yeah. year, right? I'm going to go to my first ever Bills game this year. Yes, I'm very excited. But Liam, I want to know the bets. Tell me the bets. Okay. I'm telling. I'm telling. Sorry. I was teasing. Uh, so Buffalo are the favorites to win the Super Bowl at plus 650. I think that's probably the best bet out of all of them. And you're just picking the favorite, which is kind of lame. Um, but I think you could argue they were probably the best team in the NFL last season. Like they had that controversial loss versus the Chiefs in the overtime, which was nuts. And I just feel like the wildest. That was one of the wildest football games I think I've ever seen. It was unbelievable. And I remember that day I was playing squash and I came back and I thought I'd missed the entire game. And that last like two minutes felt like I had watched the entire game. It was crazy. So then my like, if I'm going to pick one team to win, they're the team. But my outside team to win the Super Bowl this year is the LA Chargers at plus oh, 1,400. Wow. What do you think of that, Tyler? 
I mean, it lo- it really does look like they have the ingredients, right? Like, I mean, Justin Herbert, I think he's a big game quarterback. They made the playoffs last year. I I don't mind it. Did, what did they do over the offseason and kind of bulk up, though? They added Khalil Mack, mm-hmm. and they got a guy called J.C. Jackson, who was the uh, the guy from New England. He was, like, the number one oh, corner yeah. on the market. Yeah, oh, so shit. they're not even the favorites to win the division either which obviously Kansas is. Mm-hmm. But then when you look at Kansas, like they lost Tyreek Hill. Didn't really replace them. I know they got Juju, but like, Juju. come on. Yeah. That, so that doesn't really help. And then they also got, um, they lost Tyron Matteo as well, who I feel like yeah. was maybe not the player he was three or four years ago, but also probably the leader of their entire defense. And I feel like Kansas has just been hanging on and hanging on to this, like, oh, we're just going to sling the ball everywhere as much as we can and hope the defense plays well. It's like, well, it's been like four years in a row of you guys doing that. Yes, you've been to two Super Bowls and whatever, but last year I think you got exposed a little bit. The division is. Their division is nuts. They have the Chargers. They have the Raiders, who just got Devontae Adams. And then they also, and uh, Josh McDaniels, who's a New England Patriots uh, offensive coordinator for a long time. And then Denver, who just got Russell Wilson. Like, that's such a tough division. Then you had the Chargers in there, who are just a good team anyway. Like, I just feel like whoever's going to come out of that division, I think it'll just be Kansas and LA that compete for the title. But I just think it's going to be so difficult for them to kind of run the table like they've maybe done in the past couple of years so that's why i kind of like the charges to come out because they're gonna have so many tough games throughout the year that when you get to the playoffs kind of like how tennessee every year is terrible in the playoffs it's like yeah, yeah because when you play get to play jacksonville twice a year like it's not as helpful i guess as what other teams benefit from with tough divisions that's not bad um, there are two things I like, all right? And I'll, I'll have more on this. Like, as we build up to the NFL season, we'll mm-hmm. dig into more and more and more. Um, but there are two things I like. Uh, you can parlay division winners, teams that are going to win the division. And I am looking at the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC East again. I don't think the Patriots are better. Like you said, they lost JC Jackson. That That's not a team that's on the up and coming. They didn't get better. They're no. not going to be better than Buffalo. Miami, I think you can look at and go like, yeah, okay. Maybe there's a case there for Miami to push the Bills a little bit, but I still don't think they're quite on the same level. Tyreek Hill, yeah, that's great. And I know he can sit there and tell us that Tua's the most accurate quarterback in the NFL, but he's not. If you're picking a duo on offense here, you're going with Diggs and Allen before you're going with Tyreek and Tua. I like the Bills to win the division, but you're getting no value on that at minus 225. So I'm going to pair them up, and my boy Bearded Brattle like this, with the Green Bay Packers to win the division. And if like the Packers have the Vikings, Lions, and Bears, like junk, it's a junk division. You pair those two up, you're getting it at plus 125, plus 127 is the payout I got on the Packers and Bills to both win their division next season. Um, I think that's a tremendous spot. And the other one, and I'll have more of these probably, but you can bet on team over unders for win totals on the season. And points bet has the Bengals at nine and a half. I think that is awesome. I think this Bengals team is legit. I know Joe Burrow had the appendix surgery or whatever, but like, I mean, this team was in the Super Bowl. Let's be real. They can win 10 games next season. And when you go through their schedule, especially with some of those divisional games they get to play, and even the non-ones, like they're, it's easy to see the wins that are just straight up victories for them. They play the Steelers at home week one. They get the Jets on the road week two. Those two are wins. 
Um, you keep going through. The Saints aren't going to be that good this year. They got the Saints one week. They get the Falcons after that. They play the Browns twice. They play the Panthers as well. It's easy to go through their schedule. They get the Patriots at the end of the season too, or towards the end of the season, right before Christmas. It's easy to go through the Bengals schedule and be like, I see eight locked up wins where they're going to be massive favorites. And can they beat two of those difficult teams? Yeah, they can probably beat more than two of the difficult teams and give you some breathing room. I think the Bengals can win 11, 12 games this season. So the fact the over-unders at nine and a half, I'm all over that. I I actually had one of that team down as well as one of my favorites for the over-unders. I, so I went through it, the literally the entire schedule mm-hmm. and I had, I had them at nine winnable games. Okay. And then I kind of estimated they would win 12. Yeah. So that would kind of work out perfectly. Like Pittsburgh is going to have Mitch Trubisky as a starting quarterback this year. So there's Awful. two wins right there. Yep. Deshaun Watson probably won't play in the NFL again. So Cleveland's going to go. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. He, he, he might play again. Maybe. Probably not this season, though. Yeah. And even if he does play this season, it's going to be like week 12. He'll be playing catch. Yeah. Like it's, he's irrelevant this season, I think is a good way yeah. to put it. It'll be late. So Jacoby Brissett's the star there. So there's four wins. Yeah. And then you just say they beat Baltimore once at home. There's five. And yeah. then you listed off a few of the other teams they play. Like they play the Jets and whoever else. Like there's I think one. it's actually yeah. quite easy to really get to that mark. Yeah. 100%. Um, let's wrap this thing up by uh, building our sandwich for tonight, boys. Let's get some bets out there. Let's see what we can do. Uh, what do we like here? Bag milk. I'll go to you first. What are you eyeing up? I am going to go to baseball mm. with the Toronto Blue Jays. I am going to go Gosman over uh, five and a half Ks. I like that. I was eyeing that up too. I think I'm going to play that straight up. Uh, the Cardinals aren't hitting that great. Gosman's been pitching really well. Um, I think that's a tremendous spot, Mr. Bagmilk. Just looking here. It's set at five and a half. Like you said, Gosman's hit that in back-to-back starts. Over his last three starts, he has a total of 19 strikeouts as well so the averages all line up there i like that <clears throat> liam i'll go with dodgers run line okay they play washington actually that's yeah. in like 10 minutes i'll pick a new one <laughs> <laughs> i'm betting that though because they they've dropped back to back to the nationals and the nationals are hot garbage so i do like the dodgers that's a good bet i'm on it but are, are the mariners still on the run the Mariners have cooled off a little bit since they came back from the All-Star break. They had a rough okay. series coming off the jump. I don't know if they won. Oh, they walked off uh, Texas last night, actually. So they've won two in a row now after having a rough start. Actually, I'll go with this one. It's quite juicy. And they're going against Max Scherzer, but I'll go Yankees money line. Plus Ooh. 155. Yankees money line going up against Scherzer. I think they're rolling Domingo, your man out there, or whatever his name is. Um, yeah. Anyways, case you're going Yankees plus 160 on the money line. Oh, yeah. Spice it up. Yeah, and I'm going, uh, I talked about it earlier, San Francisco Giants first five money line at minus 115. If you were to throw $10 on this bet, it would pay out $78.80 because it is plus 688. Um, So there you go. That's our sandwich for the week. Boys, we will chat again next week. Maybe have a little bit more NFL talk. Certainly some more baseball as well. The trade deadline's coming up, so there'll be big stuff going on with the Jays and all around baseball too. Who's going to get Juan Soto? I think you can get the Jays at like plus 800 to wager on that. So I don't hate that spot Mm. either because you know they'll be itching to add another big bat like Soto to the lineup. Uh, We'll chat next week. Cha-ching. Cha-ching.